Hello and welcome to Multimedia Missions, and this is a Week in Faith review. Uh, so, you know, we've been talking about things that might we might have been thinking about over the week um, based off of our experiences and, you know, maybe how that has shaped our faith in this past week and hopefully for the future weeks to come, right? So I had one thing in particular that I was thinking about all week. I don't necessarily know why, um, but I was scrolling across YouTube and um, I watched Cross Examined. The Cross Examined. Check it out. It's on YouTube. It's a YouTube channel by Frank Turek. And uh, it's a great channel, a great resource. If sometimes you have doubts or if you're a very analytical person, it's a great source to go to because he's able to break down the gospel and and stuff like that in a logical uh, thinking pattern. So um, I, I went there, and the first video that I watched this week was How Do We Know That We Are Saved? And you know, it's hard to put that within a two or three or four or five minute video or lecture. Um, so I wanted to go over a little bit about how I think that we are saved and how we know that we are saved. And really, there's three main aspects. So we'll go into it as we go along. Real quick shout out um, to uh, our website, www.multimediamissions.org or .com, make sure that you go to our website to pick up our newest podcast, uh, look at some of our newest blog articles, and hopefully new videos coming soon. We're still working on the video end of it, but we're hoping to have those up soon. All right, so how do we know that we are saved? The first thing is that we've placed our faith in Jesus Christ as the Son of God. And I know that sounds simple, but if we place our faith in Jesus Christ we have to know that he's the son of God. We have to know that he's the only way. Uh, I saw recently um, uh, uh, Steve Harvey, uh, if you don't know of him, he's, he's one of the most prominent TV hosts, television hosts. Uh, recently he said, yes, I have my faith in Jesus Christ. I believe that he is the son of God, but he's not the only way. That is completely false. And this verse proves it. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the light. And the only way to the Father is through me. So first, we have to acknowledge that Jesus Christ is the way to the Father. He is fully flesh, but he is also fully God. He died, and he rose again, and he's coming back again to establish his kingdom on earth. That's important, because we talk about Jesus, right? Plenty of people say, oh, well, I believe in Jesus. Okay, what, what aspect? Do you believe that he was a man, and that he just simply died on the cross? Do you believe that he's God? Do you believe that he created the universe? Do you believe that he's coming back for you? Do you believe that he's going to reign forever and ever on the throne as the king of all kings and the Lord of all lords? Do you believe that Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit uh, are all three part of the Godhead? Do you believe that all three are God? If you don't believe these things, then you're probably going to have an issue with this first this first topic. And again, I'll tell you why. If you don't believe that Jesus Christ is God, then you automatically invalidate everything else that he did. You could say that he's a prophet. Well, there's been other prophets. You could say that he was just an ordinary man. Well, there's been billions of men that have walked the earth. 
you could even say that he was a great man, a great teacher, a great philosopher, but he wasn't God in flesh. And if you say that, you are not saved because you have to believe that Jesus Christ is the only way to God. He is God. He points to the Father. The Father points to the Son, and the Father and Son point to the Holy Spirit. You have to believe in the triune. You have to believe in Jesus Christ, the Father, and the Holy Spirit as one God figure. If you don't believe that, then you're probably going to have some issues looking at the worldview of, of a Christian. And so here's the interesting thing, right? Uh, uh, Jesus, you know, he very clearly said that he's the Messiah, the Messiah that God promised. And only through belief in him, the Father and the Holy Spirit, can we be saved. We have realized that God is good and his promise of salvation is done through Jesus Christ for our sin. So I think it's important to recognize, right, that we talked about the Messiah. Also, though, Jesus called himself the Son of God. And you have to remember that sin is not forgiven without the shedding of blood. So if you believe uh, that Jesus Christ died for you, you believe that his blood, his bloodshed, goes back in time, it goes forward in time, and it covers all current sin. Because he's an eternal God, his sacrifice was eternal. It goes back all the way to the beginning of time, it goes all the way to the end of time, and right now. It covers all of the sin that's happening. And I think it's interesting because uh, we don't necessarily always look at it through the lens of the Old Testament. So here's a little side note for you. Passover, if you guys remember, in Exodus, was one of the plagues that went out about Egypt. And what happened was, is God said, every firstborn son of the Egyptian um, land will die unless there has been blood that has been shed by a lamb that has been painted over top of your house, over top of your doorway. That way the angel of death can pass over your house and not kill your firstborn son or your firstborn child. And I think it's funny because Pharaoh lost his firstborn son. Every single Egyptian family lost their firstborn son. And here, here's the interesting thing. God also lost his firstborn son. The only difference is that, of course, he rose again. But he took our punishment, and because he took of our punishment, our sin can pass over us. We can be forgiven for our sins. We can be allowed to go forward into the gates of heaven because we are covered by his blood. So I know that, you know, in the Christian world, we always talk very, uh, I guess, figuratively. Say, oh, I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. No, not, you're not literally covered by the blood, right? But God's, God taking your place, being God's first and only son, being the sacrifice that, that was meant to take our place, God lost his firstborn son, just like Pharaoh did. And I think it's funny because through this, he actually mirrors Passover. He mirrors the law. So... Jesus not only came to to break uh, to follow the law, but he came to change the law. 
And because of that, we have to be aware that Jesus fulfilled the law. He took our punishment so that sin could pass us over. That's just an interesting side note. The second thing we have to know is that the Holy Spirit of God's power dwells within us. If we have a a reverence and a love for God, and we see others through his heart, we can assure that we are saved. So to know that we have have been saved and to know that we see things through God's heart, we have to have a heart change, we have to have condemnation and repentance of sin. So we have to know inside of our heart that what we're doing is wrong. We have to be condemned that what we're doing is wrong, that the sin that we're living in is wrong, and that will never be good enough unless we accept Jesus' sacrifice. The second thing is you have to repent of your sin. You have to, you know, forgive yourself. You have to allow God to forgive you. And you have to stop your action. So if you continue in sin, you know, we could have that argument all day, whether will God continue forgiving me? Yes, he will continue forgiving you. But if you truly are changed, you should repent of the sin. And the third thing, that heart change. In your heart, you should feel the change of God of God dwelling in you. So, again, like I said, if we're in sin, we still may be saved, but it's better to stop sinning and ask for forgiveness than to continue sinning and to continue to ask for forgiveness. Let's not abuse God's divine providence, and let's not abuse his sacrifice either. And the third thing that we know and that we have to know when we are um, continuing to to know if we're saved or not, is that we have to work for God. So we have to start working for him. So it doesn't mean that we have to fall into tradition. It doesn't mean that we have to go to church every single weekend. It doesn't mean necessarily that we have to go out of our way every single time, although it's probably better to. But what it means is that you have to serve him. So for me, I'm a teacher. And, you know, my job is hard. I don't don't necessarily uh, go to work every day saying, yes, I can't wait to deal with this situation or that situation. But what I do is I know that I'm serving God as a teacher. I'm being a role model for younger kids. I'm able to show them information and access to technology. I'm able to present myself as a godly man, and hopefully that rubs off a little bit, right? So I'm working for him. That can be wherever you are. Wherever you are, you can work for God. You can go to, you know, uh, let's say you're a coal miner. Work as good as you can for the glory of God. Talk to your fellow workers during their lunch break. Uh, Let's say you are an attorney. Well, go fight for the goodness of God. Go lobby for God's case. That's what I want us to recognize, is that it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be involved in church, although, again, I prefer if you would be, but we have to be able to show our faith to others, and we have to be able to show our faith through service. So we have to serve others, and we have to show our faith through service. Just remember this, and this is the last thing that I want to say before I I log off. If fruit is good fruit, it comes from a good tree. And in our case, 
faith is our tree. If bad fruit comes from a tree, then that tree is no good. Make sure that we are making the good fruit so that way we can show others that in God's plan, we are part of his salvation message, we are part of his gospel message, and we are living the gospel every day to others. I've failed. I know you've failed. We've all failed at some point in time. But if we remember that our fruit is good and it comes from a good tree, faith needs to be our tree. So keep that in mind. Okay, Rest assured that God will give us what we need to serve, but we just have to be open to serving and serving others. And it could be through your own nonprofit, could be through your work, it could be through your church. I mean, there's a ton of ways that you can work for the glory of God and for the advancement of God. Make sure that you're keeping your eyes out for opportunities as you go about. So again, I just want to go over this one more time. We have placed our faith in Jesus Christ. If we have the Holy Spirit and God's power dwelling in us, and if we work for God, those are three main, um, I guess, fruits that we can show that we, in fact, are Christian, we are, in fact, saved, and we are part of God's salvation plan. So with that, I'm going to pray real fast, and then I'll let you go. So dear Lord, thank you for everything that you've done for us. I pray that you would continue to bless us and keep us safe. Uh, we pray that you would give anyone who's traveling, traveling mercies. We pray that you would give the hungry food. And we pray that you would give the, the restless rest. Uh, we pray that you would continue to allow my voice to be heard, our voices to be heard, our listeners' voices to be heard as we proclaim the gospel. And we pray that you would allow us to do it as effectively and as efficiently as possible. We pray this in your name. Amen. All right, guys. So thank you very much. I know that we've been talking uh, kind of more so like a sermon series. That's okay. Um, this is just what has been on my heart these past few weeks. But we'll get into more maybe topical discussions, uh, maybe discussions based on uh, more everyday life stuff. But for me, I just want to share these things. It's been on my mind. It's been on my heart these past week, uh, maybe two weeks. Um, so with that being said, thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and we cannot wait to see you again on Sunday. Have a good one.